Hey guys, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets to sports, concerts, and all types of shows. What I love about the Game Time app is seeing the panoramic view from the seat I'm going to purchase. And then it's only two taps to check out. Well, now Game Time is hooking you up for the holidays with a $10 credit. Here's what you do download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Tickets section of the app, create an account, then under the billing section, redeem code The Athletic. Once again, that's The Athletic, all one word for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, guys. Credit is only available to the first thousand people who redeem the code, and it expires at the end of the year, December 31st, 2019. So make the move fast and score some last minute deals on tickets. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Shay, how did this feel running the clock out? Such a heady play by you to finish this game. Young fella had to show out for his home Canadians. You gonna get out my interview? You got a haircut? You got a haircut? Get out my spotlight. Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one? This out goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his last. How dare you? Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Monday, everybody. I'm your host, Dave DeFord, joined by Eden Liu. How are you, Eden? I'm good. How are you today? Great morning for basketball. Doing great. And we got Rob Lopez uh, hanging decorations for his New Year's Eve party. Uh, Everybody DM me for his address and I will send it to you directly. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Luca took his talents to L.A. for the night. Zebo says goodbye. And the Pelicans continue to roll. But first, Eden, Shea Gilgis-Alexander won one in Canada for the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder defeat the Raptors 98-97 in Toronto. The Thunder had no Danilo Gallinari and no Dennis Schroeder. They've won five of their last six. And one of the big reasons why, Shea Gildas-Alexander, he was fantastic. 32 points, seven rebounds, two assists, three steals. Uh, Ties a career high for him. Eden, I really love the confidence that he showed, especially in the first half and at the end of the game. I mean, he pulled up for a three in transition with about a minute left in the second quarter and then had a nice little little floater there at the at the end Beautiful uh, floater. of the first half. He had 20 first half points. It's important for these young guys like Shea Gilgis Alexander to come out uh, in games. You want to see them being aggressive, especially against good teams. Thought he was great tonight. Yeah, I agree. It's just a lot of fun when you see a young player like Shea Gilgis Alexander getting to break out into this new role in OKC and really come into like finding his shot and just finding his rhythm. It's a lot of fun and I'm really excited to see what he has in store coming up this season. And not to be completely outdone by the young guy, Chris Paul showing that he still got it. It's been fantastic this season. 25 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, a near triple double. And uh, I mean, Chris Paul's still the point guard. He is. Chris Paul, point guard. I just feel like this was one of the games where he reminds us of this. He was plus 12 in a game where they won by one. And to give a little more context for this, with OKC obviously missing Schroeder and Gallinari. So Chris Paul and Shea Gilders Alexander were the only two people that could really play make for the Thunder and create their own shots. Um, and the, th- the Raptors definitely took advantage of this and they focused their defense on Shea whenever CP was not on the court because they knew that if they could lock down Shea, 
they could keep the Thunder's offense from flowing. And that was actually pretty effective in the second quarter because that's when the Raptors took their biggest lead of the game um, in that six-minute stretch when Chris Paul came out. But when he came back in, you could tell that the Raptors weren't able to disrupt his ability to control the ball the way they were able to with Shea. And he was able to command the floor like the floor general that he is. And they tied it up going into halftime. And that's not the only example I have of this. Are you still listening, Dave? I am. This happens again when Chris Paul comes out of the game in the last three and a half minutes of the third quarter. And the Thunder allow the Raptors to go on a little run to enter the fourth. So I just think that OKC really struggled to find good looks when he was out of the game. And I just think it was a point God Chris Paul performance. Yeah, I I have to say, coming into the season, I was skeptical that Chris Paul was going to work well for the youth with OKC. Um, but I think that like when you look at the way that that Shea has played this year, um, he's shown a lot of growth, especially as a scorer. I mean, it's just been fantastic. I think this is working. And, and I actually said this out loud. Uh, I really hope they don't trade Chris Paul. I, I, I mean, I know he's getting toward the twilight of his career and we all want to see him, you know, get a, a real shot at a ring. Um it's actually kind of cool watching him mentor these young guys. I mean, certainly there's some yeah. antics that we that we all don't love. Um, but Chris Paul is one of the best players I've ever seen. Definitely one of the top four point guards to ever play in the NBA. He's fantastic. And he is helping these young guys get better. And, and Shea Gilgis is, is literally like a walking example of it. He's just been having yep. a great season. And I want to give Chris Paul some of the credit. I definitely agree that Shea Gilgis Alexander coming into his own this year is largely due to the influence of Chris Paul. And for the Raptors, you know, it stinks. They've got all these guys out. Pascal Siakam still out. Norman Powell's out. Marcus Saul. Uh, they're getting production from from guys that are not normally in the rotation. That's great. Uh, they got twenty from Van, Van Vliet, twenty from Lowry, twelve from Ibaka. But getting thirteen from Patrick McCall that's huge for this team. And, and you know, Eden, it does stink that they are missing all these guys and they lost a close game and, and, you know, they really, you know, want to be in the hunt for a top four seed in the East. But, you know, these are the breaks in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, like you said, McCaw's giving them solid production in these last couple of games, uh, filling in while the main three guys are out. Um, Terrence Davis is also giving solid bench minutes as well as Chris Boucher. Um, They're just actually giving production that they don't usually get to give because they don't get minutes for it. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to see. And Boucher, I love, uh, first of all, I love that every time there's a lob, he's trying to murder someone with it. He had a great dunk in this game and it should have been an and one. I agree with Nick nurse should have been an and one, but, uh, you know, tough loss for the Raptors, but, uh, you know, they just need to get healthy. And when they get healthy, this is a great team. Your sweatpants are on for the day, but you're sick of microwave leftovers and frozen pizza. I mean, I was tired of them pierogies I kept eating, and, and I, just, I, I, I just had enough. Enter DoorDash, restaurant-quality food with a living room dress code. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, not that there are very many good ones here in L.A., but there's a couple. But there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might find a new favorite, too. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of 15 bucks or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code DING. 
That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code DING. Don't forget, that's promo code D-I-N-G for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. In LA, we had a big showdown between Luka and LeBron, and LeBron was victorious. The Lakers defeat the Mavs 108-95. to uh, LeBron was just insane passing the ball tonight. Uh, didn't have the offense going like like you expect from LeBron. He only scored 13 points in this game, but he had 13 assists. He became the ninth player in NBA history to hit 9,000 assists. Uh, just an incredible number for a guy that when he came in the league, guys his size weren't really doing this. It was like him and Magic Johnson previously. So uh, congrats to LeBron on that. Um, but in this game, his interior passing, I thought, tore the Mavs apart. Yeah, it's a lot of fun just because he has such good awareness of where all of his other teammates are. And Dwight Howard is reaping the benefits of LeBron knowing exactly where he is. And because LeBron is getting him the ball and he's getting easy dunks off of it. It's pretty it's pretty cool when the Lakers and LeBron are passing the ball well. Yeah, when, when he gets healthy, you see a path to this team being, I mean, you know, what we saw leading up to the game against the Bucks, you know, before LeBron got hurt. Um, this could be the best team in basketball outside of Milwaukee. And I think that, you know, what we're seeing right now, LeBron clearly doesn't have that quick burst. Uh, but when it comes back, you know, watch out. They're going to be scary. Um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope had a really nice game tonight. Uh, five of nine from, uh, or four of five from three, 19 points off the bench. Dwight Howard, 15 points off the bench. Remember, we think Dwight Howard should be in the sixth man of the year running. Um, Anthony Davis. I mean, when you got Anthony Davis as your your 1B, it's kind of hard to be bad. 23 points, nine rebounds. Eden, I mean, you know, you know more about Anthony Davis than maybe anybody as far as, you know, watching him play in <laughs> New Orleans all those years. Uh, how important was he tonight? He was great for the Lakers just because LeBron, like you said, was not that effective when it came to scoring. He was more focusing on facilitating the ball. And Anthony Davis showed up for the Lakers and scored 23 points for them. And he's just having a great year. His chemistry with LeBron is great. I think this 1A, 1B thing is working really well for the Lakers. And for all of the doubters about the chemistry that could happen for these two stars, giant, two giant stars coming together... It's just all gone down the drain, I think. Well, something else that was working for the Lakers tonight was the defense. They were fantastic. The Mavericks were the best offense in the league, and they held them to 36% shooting for the game, 30% from three. Uh, Lucas struggled, 19 points, seven assists, so a down game for the second-year guy. Uh, five of 14 from the field, did not hit a single three. And uh, Porzingis still hasn't shaken off all the rust, had 11 points, seven rebounds, uh, three of seven from three. Uh, DeLon Wright, 14 points, four rebounds. But the, the Lakers defense, they did a really good job of keeping the Mavericks from getting settled. This was the second night of a back-to-back for them, and they looked exhausted. Lakers took advantage, kept the pressure up. Again, KCP was fantastic on the defensive end as well. Uh, you can see where I think Dallas might need another guy. They lost Tim Hardaway in the first quarter with a hamstring yeah. issue. Uh, so he missed you know, the majority of the game. I, I think they're a guy short. 
Yeah, well, I'm really hoping that Porzingis starts to get in more rhythm as the season progresses and that he gets to build more chemistry with Luca. But I think that this loss was largely due to Luca having a really off game. He didn't shoot very well. The Lakers, and this was largely due to the Lakers' defense, they didn't let him get any easy passes or easy looks whenever he had the ball. So I think that the Lakers' defense cornered Luka into having a poor game, and that's why the Mavericks weren't able to pull off a win, especially with Tim Hardaway Jr. um, leaving, only playing seven minutes in the game. In news, a little bit of a bonehead move this weekend. Uh, Hornets guard Terry Rozier tossed the ball into the stands at the end of a tied regulation game Friday night against the Thunder. Um, Time... (laughs) Time expired. Rozier thought the game was done uh, and uh, received a technical. Uh, OKC won in overtime, and Terry Rozier uh, fined $25,000 by the NBA for throwing the ball. Never a good thing. Uh, Kings big man Marvin Bagley is going to be out for the next few games with a sprained foot. And, uh, you know, he's already struggled to start the year with injuries, so we hope he's back soon. Uh, Speaking of big men for the Kings, according to our own Sham Sharania, their center, Dwayne Dedman, wants a trade out of Sacramento. Uh, apparently, Coach Luke Walton has soured on the 30-year-old uh, big man, and they he wants out. So I don't know what kind of market he's going to have. He did just sign a contract this summer, and uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. And uh, another Kings big man, former Kings big man, Zach Randolph, has officially retired. Last played in 2018. The Grizzlies are going to retire his number. I, I, I don't know if that's happening this season, uh, but he played for the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Knicks, the Clippers, and the Kings. He's a two-time NBA All-Star, one-time All-NBA third team, and the most improved player in 2004. Eden, do you have a favorite Zach Randolph memory? I think my favorite Zach Randolph memory is just the grit and grind era that he was such a staple in with the Grizzlies. That whole era, grit and grind. I love that a guy that looks like he shouldn't, maybe shouldn't have been on an NBA court could just get you buckets the way he could. Like you talked about the grit and grind team. I mean, think about how many times they could just dump him the ball and it's like, okay, well, that's a bucket and now we'll move on. And they definitely needed those buckets because, you know, they often were carrying a guy that, you know, couldn't put the ball in the hoop if you put him at the basket. So uh, it's going to be sad. No, no more Zach Randolph. No more teases that he might sign with a playoff team. Although I think you know Portland could probably use him to take some of those minutes at power forward. Zebo forever. In the rest of the games, from a you know kind of a slow Sunday night around the league. Speaking of the Grizzlies, they beat the Hornets in Memphis, one seventeen to one hundred four, uh, on the back of twenty points from Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, fourteen points, twelve rebounds, two blocks, only his fourth career. Double double, which seems shocking and is definitely shocking to me. Jonas Valanciunas, 16 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Brandon Clark had 18 points off the bench. And for the Hornets, Devontae Graham, 16 points, 10 assists, and PJ Washington with 16 points. In New Orleans, the Pelicans defeat the shorthanded Rockets 127 to 112. The Rockets had no James Harden, no Russell Westbrook, and no Clint Capella. This was a load managed night, but they had Eric Gordon back. And he scored 20 points in the loss. Uh, The Pelicans are now the hottest team in the league. That's four games in a row that they've won, Eden. Lonzo Ball had 27 points, a career-high seven threes made, 
10 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals. Brandon Ingram, 27 points, 6 rebounds. Drew Holiday, 25 points, 5 assists. And Etwan Moore had 25 points off the bench. Even his three-point shooting has been fantastic lately. He's inconsistent, but lately it's been good. And I will confess that through the end of the third quarter, I thought the Pelicans were going to waste this rare good shooting performance from both Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball. If you've been listening to the ding all season, you'll know I've been pretty critical about on Drew's inconsistency on his offense and off for Lonzo's shooting. Through the first three quarters, Drew was two for four from three and Lonzo was six for 11 from three. My exact thoughts were if the Pelicans, while shooting this well, can't win this trap game with Houston missing three of their starters, when will we ever win? Um, We were down um, nine points with 1147 left in the fourth when Etwan Moore comes to save the day with four consecutive three pointers in less than three minutes to take a two point lead. Up until that point of the game, Moore had only shot one of four from three, and the Pelicans never trailed in the game after that. Moore ended up with five of nine on threes, 14 of his 25 points happening in the first five minutes of the fourth quarter. I think this game really gave us Pelicans fans a glimpse into what we hoped this team could play like. The three-point shooting has just been really inconsistent. But this was still a feel-good win. It was fun to see the, the shots fall. I just don't know if winning is what we want to do right now. Not only is it four in a row, we've won five out of the last six. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good for a team that uh, should be trying to be bad. Listen, you know, I I get it. I don't I don't want to support tanking directly. But at the same time, like this team, this team is not making the playoffs and being in the middle is not the best. So uh, but maybe Zion's coming back soon. Maybe. I don't know if he needs to, but we'll just see what the Pelicans decide to do with him. Yeah. Uh, for, for the Rockets, uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, 19 points, nine rebounds, two blocks in the start for Clint Capella. In Denver, the Kings lost another game, this time to the Nuggets, 115 to 120. That's seven straight losses for the Sacramento Kings uh, after they looked like they had turned their season around. Not great. Uh, again, Bagley's out. Uh, Fox did play in this game. He had 18 points. Uh, but the story in this game for me was the Nuggets. Michael Porter Jr., first career start, looked fantastic out there with the starting unit, uh, starting in the place of Gary Harris. Had 19 points, which is a career high. Also had six rebounds. Nikola Jokic, 17 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Very pedestrian night for Jokic, but he didn't need it. They had six players, seven players in double figures tonight. And when you get that kind of production, it's a team effort, much easier win. Uh, they had a big lead, then they kind of blew it at the end, which they've been apt to do this season. Uh, but they were able to hold on uh, and finish this one out. The leading scorer for the Kings was Nemanja Bielitsa with 27 points and six rebounds. And Buddy Hield had 20 points and eight assists. And now we move on to the lines of the weekend. Okay, Eden. Jalen Brown had 34 points and nine rebounds in a win against Cleveland on Friday. John Collins had 34 points and eight rebounds in a loss to the Bulls. Joel Embiid had 35 points and 11 rebounds in a loss to Miami. James Harden had 44 points, 10 rebounds, six assists in a win against Brooklyn. D'Angelo Russell had a combined 66 points, 12 assists, and five rebounds in two games over the weekend. Lonzo Ball, 27 points. Seven threes, 10 rebounds, eight assists, two steals. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander with 32 points, 
seven rebounds, a couple of assists, and three steals. Uh, who are you going to choose from the weekend? I'm giving it to Lonzo Ball, who shot 10 for 20 from field goal and fr- seven for 12 from three. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to go with Alonzo too. I'm just so pumped to see that guy being healthy and looking comfortable shooting threes. I mean, he started the game out with a nice spot up three. I thought it looked great and uh, continued throughout the game. So like to see that guy. Hopefully he is uh, listening to the ding and he gains some confidence going forward by winning the line of the weekend. Such a huge honor for a guy like Alonzo. That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about the other basketball shows across the athletic podcast network. We have all your favorite shows on the back-to-back. We've got Nerder She Wrote. We've got Basketball Buds. We've got No Dunks, Tampering, and House of Strauss. Plus, we have over a dozen team-specific shows available from some of your favorite athletic beat writers. Don't forget to follow the shows that you want to listen to on the app so you always get a notification when a new show drops. If you're not a member of The Athletic, today is your lucky day. You can get all of our podcasts, no ads, plus some fantastic writing across all major sports for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscription today at theathletic.com slash dings. You never know when these promos end, so go now. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Eden, please do the honors. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.